The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. <laughs> but like a uh, Chinese food wrapper or box comes down and like rice falls out of it. A menu falls. A bunch of uh, fortune cookies fall on the ground. He's like, oh, my God, all this stuff came from the Chinese spacecraft. And he grabs the he grabs the fortune and, he, and it pulls it up and he reads it and he goes, I'm watching you. And I died. I'm like, this is hysterical. <laughs> uh, he just I love people's sense of humor when it comes to this kind of stuff. Uh, I've seen one where. Hey, so uh, I know, like your thing is, is wait till the whole show comes out, you know. But uh, man, The Last of Us is uh, is really solid. I just want to throw that out there. Okay, but, I heard something about the Earth, the third episode. Is that, where, is, that, is that where you're going? Well, I wasn't going to necessarily go there, but what did you hear? Because so first off, I'm frustrated because one of my favorite guys and on all of like the comedy TV shows that I've ever watched is Ron Swanson. I knew, I knew, it was right? Coming. Yeah, one of my favorite guys because he's so manly and just like anti-government. Yeah. It's great, right? right? But anyways, I heard the episode, and and I'm not going to go into too much detail other than the fact that it's basically like end of times, and then it, it basically, if I understand correctly, the entire episode literally shows the length of this this relationship between two grown men, it, and, then, and then they essentially end up dying and. I think the only relevance, and and I haven't watched the show yet, but the only relevance to the show is like a weapon that they pick up. You mean to the uh, the show to the game? To like the no, to like the main characters, because I don't think it has anything to do with the game. Does it? Yeah, so that's where people, so a lot of people are in discussion. But I remember, I remembered it pretty clear because I remember when you when you meet Frank, which is uh, what's that actor's name that you're talking about? Um, Nick something. I can't think of his name. Offerman. Offerman, yes. Yeah. So Nick Offerman's character, right? So when you when you meet him in the game, his partner is already dead. And it's an emotional scene because because uh, Joel's like, oh, this guy, da, 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 da. And he's like, that was my partner, right? And so you know that, you know, two men and they were, I guess, in love, whatever you want to call it, in the game. Right. So, but people were... I, it's crazy because you see all these people hitting. 
wow, they had to go and I get it because that's what's happening across media and movies and shows is like everything has to have that twist in it now. Everything has to have well, okay. the, the, I, I the gay the, twist, you know. I played the original game. I don't remember them giving the full backstory to that relationship. They did not give 100% Correct. full backstory, but they gave enough that that's what HBO did was expand on the backstory. That was all. Which they didn't need to do, though. That's the, pro- that's the part of it. So, so we know the where problem. the show's going, right? We know here's, where the show's going. The first game yeah. was fantastic, right? It was right. very light. They didn't touch on a lot of that crap. Not to say that that crap doesn't exist in the world, but they just really didn't highlight that. The second game, I think, is trash. Mainly because they focus 100% on that woke agenda of making sure that anything and everything that could possibly be choked yeah. down your throat chose choked down. Sure. And I think that's, that's what makes the second game so disappointing. Right. But again, I don't think that that – I don't feel – because I did watch the episode. I don't feel that that's – because they have done their best to expand in, on other areas. And if, I, if you're okay with it, I'll give you one example. It won't give anything away. But the first episode, did you watch the first episode at all yet? No, I haven't watched anything. Nope. Okay. All right. So I, I, I don't want to, this won't really give anything away, but the first episode kicks off and it's like, you know, the old Technicolor TV talk shows that were like 1977s and 78, 79. You'd see it and like the color was real like, like hippie-ish and things like that, right? Yep. So they start off with this talk show and it's, these, <laughs> and it's this talk show host interviewing these two scientists from these two fields. And they simply discuss the potential of the fungoid, the the supposoids or whatever the heck they're called, but the right, certain right. types of funguses that really do exist, by the way, which is crazy as all get out. Like I think I sent you that thing on that that grasshopper. Yeah, right? it it mutated. It's freaking nuts, right? So a real thing. And they explain how why our human body it can't affect us. It's because we're the only. We're one of the only creatures on Earth that have a core temperature of 98 degrees, which fungus can't survive in, in that kind of heat, right? It needs more of a 70, 75 degree. And they explain how, you know, potentially it could adapt because it is still a living organism and so on and so forth. And that's how the show starts off. None of that ever happened in the game. You jump right into, like, you, your, your Joel and your daughter, and you don't really know what's going on. And, you know, and so they, they, they open up the story more. That's all I'm going to say. It, so that's where it's hard to go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I so the, I, can, I get the woke agenda. I get it. But they were. I can see in the first game. Those two guys were uh, uh, lovers. Whatever you want to call. Right, it, listen. Right? No. No <laughs> game. No movie. I think is written perfect. Where they couldn't. That they don't leave unanswered questions. And I think in a lot of times they for movies they come back and try to answer those questions in in sequels or prequels. Yeah. Um, I think games are no. You know, the, oh, yeah, I, the I, agree. Thing. I just think that people make a choice and they pick and choose. Let's I'll be honest with you. No one played the game and thought, oh, I want to know more about that relationship. Because that relationship is such a small piece of that pie in the game, in the whole scheme of the game that to me, it's just not worth expanding on. Because now you're talking about like, I don't know how many episodes they've guaranteed for the show. Right. But most of these shows now they've already guaranteed season two. Well, yeah, but I, my guess is it's well, yeah, and and at some point we know season two or or later seasons it's gonna roll into the second game, and that's where I'm kind of like, uh, right, it's frustrating. So we'll see. But my my point is is we we don't know how, like my guess is it's eight to twelve episodes, right? That's mostly what these shows are doing nowadays. It's eight to ten episodes on average. Thirteen, twelve, thirteen episodes are long now. Um, some shows are getting sixteen, but it's rare. 
uh, mainly because of how much it costs to shoot these shows. But to take an entire episode in this show and dedicate it to just the relationship, it's like, huh. And, and again, I haven't seen the episode, but my understanding is in the episode, it, it basically isn't all that relevant to the main story. No, no, it's not. It's, like, see, that's, it's definitely an expansion on uh, its character development. For sure. See, but uh, see, that's the same thing I make. The same argument I make on sex scenes, on uh, excessive language, is that if you were to remove that from the show or the movie, does it change the show or the movie in any way? And the answer no. to that would be no. And then the second part to that is, is does it really add value to the movie? And I don't believe it does. I don't believe it does. It well, adds value no, to something outside the movie. Right. And I, and I and I get it. I think also what you run into, remember, uh, 90% of the game is is action-packed killing zombies and, and killing bad guys, right? So there's the, the storyline kind of just slowly adds in as you're killing stuff. Well, you can't have an entire well, yeah, season of just okay, nothing but okay. kill because action, well, but, but action flicks and drama, drama bring in more that. ratings, right? <laughs> like it's always going to bring in more ratings. The thing about Last of Us that actually makes Last of Us a really good is the story. Right. So uh, you're, I, I just don't think we need to add a whole lot more to the story because I, I don't remember how much gameplay is in that game, but I want to say it's like 70 or 80 hours of gameplay. Correct. Uh, I, I think if yeah, you I don't, I don't story, we can look that up. Let's look it up. Yeah. If I busted through the story in the campaign, like how long yeah. is the campaign? Everybody can just hear me. <laughs> talking. Uh, He's looking up how long it takes to get to Last of Us. One. Where to Google or how to Google. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right yes, yeah so it says exactly. 14 hours in part one right so 14 hours is enough so content if you were to if you were the best of the best and you just ran through the content without speed running or or essentially skipping dialogue you're talking about 14 hours of the main story and probably 70 yes. percent of that is nothing but action-packed combat but but even at 70 percent it's longer than a than a than a movie by by far right right so let's but say you've got but you're trying right. to pack out eight to ten episodes at over an hour a piece because right now they're averaging an hour and fifteen to hour and twenty minutes a piece. Well, that's nice. That's that's a refreshing change. Yeah, like that that particular episode, they they have a director's cut, I think, that's two hours long. Of um, course. The the episode that dropped yesterday, I think, is about an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty. They've all been an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty or more. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know if I'd call 70% of the show. Let's say 30% of the, the, game, of the yeah. thing is the actual. So let's say 70% of that is the actual story. You're still talking 9, 10 episodes at an hour long, right? So the reality is, is that I think there's enough content and juice there. Now, I'm not saying embellish. I'm not saying enhance upon. I think what you kind of told me about how they had this you know, 70s broadcast where they enhance upon the, the virus. I think that's fantastic because that that's a question that's left open is, is like, well, I mean, this just kind of happened and no one really talked about it. There's no, and there's, there's no research. And there's something crazy in episode two that doesn't like the one thing about last of us you never really see or hear other than i think a couple like you may pick up some papers in it and you kind of read it and you're like oh okay it never really talks about the rest of the world the last of well, us first okay, game so is 100 the u.s and it's this but and it's these segmented if parts you're of the US. if you're a completionist like me there is lots of things like you said reading picking yeah. up recordings all those things that do kind of fill in the story so they give you, in one of the other episodes, um, they give you a little bit more of what's transpiring in other parts of the world, too, which is kind of cool. I liked it. I thought it was, all right, cool. So you see how maybe what's going on with them. Not very long, very brief, but uh, 
you know, just a little added. But I, I agree with you. Um, I, I wasn't, you know, um, as far as, you know, episode three, I, I, I don't know. Mixed feelings. I, I, I don't know that they needed to spend an entire episode on expanding these two particulars individually. No, no, I, I just think another that thing that was a is, bit much, if you ask me, I think they could have done it in 20 minutes. <laughs> right, right. And again, expand, just do it. again, that's where, that's where, you know, it's less about expanding the story because now you're giving all these, like, this is the person that ends up dying. And I understand that like, like they're playing, they're embellishing these parts of the story, which the story is about the two of them. That's what the story is about. Right. Um, I, I looked it up just for fun is if you wanted to 100% obtain all of the extra stuff in the game, which is like the newspaper articles and other things like that, it's 29 hours worth of content. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot to the story. And if they're starting to show those things, I think it's great. And I, I personally am a big fan of them turning video games into movies. I, I'm also a big fan of them turning video games into movies. If they kind of take their own line with it, a good argument there is the original resident evil movies like completely off the beaten path, not even part of really canon or anything when it comes to the movie or the, uh, the games, but I thought they were fantastic movies. But I also think that there is something to be said about keeping it as true to form. I did see a clip. I've not watched it, but I did see a clip where they do a, that intro where I think Pascal is laying on the couch and, yeah. she's laying, and she comes in and they did a side by side from the game to the movie and or the show. And it's like identical. I love that. Oh, yeah. I love that they there's, even did the, the cut scenes the same way. There's definitely some stuff that they they used. Uh, like I think I think you and I talked about it briefly. Marlene, who if, if listeners don't know, is the head of the Fireflies, right? They're like the the resistance. And the same voice actress that voiced Marlene in the game, the original game from 2006, 2007. Is that right? All right, I, I think know. so. I don't remember right the original the original voice actress is the the actress that plays her. And so when I heard the voice, I was like, hey, hey that sounds familiar. Looked it up. Exact same person. So, so to like, me, to that's me cool. that, that's that gives cool. me the warm and fuzzies. Yes. Because like, that is fantastic. that is Way a true form. That is that is what I'm talking about. That is exactly what you need. Is so you, maybe, you don't change so, something that was good. So maybe when you start watching it, just skip episode three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my understanding is, is it's it's not relevant to the story, and that the the opening and the end are the only thing I need to know from that episode, if I understand correctly. Like they don't, uh, and, and two small, I'd say about five minutes in the middle somewhere. Yeah, there, so is, there is a piece in the middle that matters because that's it. It plays out true to the game uh, as far as the dialogue that transpires in the game. Okay, so okay. yeah, so I don't know. You may have to just watch it and it just to me it's close more your, your it's eyes, more bro. of like a frustrating <laughs> part because I it know. is HBO. So you know it's gonna be graphic when it comes to that kind of stuff. And the second part is you know where it's going because like I said, game two is all about this. And if they're willing to do this on game one where it's not really present, they're going to go crazy or ham when uh we get to uh the phase two or what do they call it? Yeah. Part part two. Um, yeah, which hopefully comes part. much later. I'm hoping that they can go two, three seasons on the first game. Yeah, I, like I said, I'm, I'm, as much as I tried, it's just because I, I <laughs> one of my favorite all-time games. So like, it sucked me in. Uh, I even re-downloaded the first game. Did you try to play the second one? I have not, because I've, I'm back to playing through the first one, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of it is because I want to see um, how well it compares. Yeah. Yes, like. Um, and there's, there's a lot, even as far as we are now, cause we're in episode four of the show. Um, there's still a lot of last of us 
part one of the game that they still have to meet if they were to end it on season one. Because there, I saw some article. There's like, oh yeah, they're they're talking about they're gonna get through all the first game in season one, and I'm like, I, I don't see that that's possible. I mean, I, it I depends on the number of episodes, but that's a lot of content to cover in one hour episodes, even if you only had ten of them. I mean, yeah, I don't think it's maybe maybe I think that that's that was just some enthusiasts probably writing their their assumptions, but right. Um, but anyways, The Last of Us. I'm curious to know what people think. Uh, yeah, and I'm other than other than that issue, which I'm with you. I think it's a fantastic show so far. So, and for those that don't know, I do not like to watch those live. Um, I did that. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> twenty twenty years ago when I was watching Lost. I don't need to do it again. Um, yeah. We are living yeah. in twenty, you know, twenty twenty three now. <laughs> there is no reason for us not. I mean, they're not recording these now. They yeah. have them all. No, yeah, Netflix spoiled people. That's just the reality. Because Netflix is the only one that does it. No, it's called it's called technology and advancement. Like, let's not go backwards just because you want people's money, right? I understand that there's a there's a flock of people. This is all business, right? And I understand there's a flock of people that are going to come in and buy HBO Max just to watch this show. And if you drop all 13 or whatever episodes that they're going to do and everybody watches those, they'll cancel after a month. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, like, we're not living 20 years in the past. And so it's kind of frustrating to me to like watch things this way because I haven't had cable since like oh god 2012 13 right we canceled it when our kids were really young and went Netflix and you know streaming yeah. now feels like it costs more than cable does but still you know I I'm not I'm not in the business of uh, going backwards and doing this so I you know I did it with Mandalorian and I'll do it again when the next season drops I do not watch things one at a time I wait till it's all out and then we go back and watch it all. And and you talked me into doing it. I I've done it. I did it. But but the, it's a the last much few different shows. But it's a much more enjoyable process. Yeah. To know you can watch something through and through. It is extremely hard. It's extremely hard to not get spoilers, though. I will tell you that if something takes ten weeks for it to come out. Yeah. Like, oh, you just like anybody starts talking, you just walk out of the room. Well, because you. I, I had watched the first two episodes of the Lord of the Rings one on Amazon mm -hmm. and you and you were like, yeah, da, 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 you made your point. I was like, you know what? Yes, I'm going to do that. And I waited. And it was like every time you turned around, people were like, oh, did you see what happened? A lot? I'm like, no, stop it. <laughs> no, I didn't. Stop <laughs> it. Please, please. Make it stop. And that one had a really solid twist. Right. So I don't want to. That one was great. Listening. I love I love that. I was show. Like, Woo, they did a fantastic job. Like that was good. Man, waiting for the next season. But uh. You know, hey, we, we talked about some, some video game shows here for and other shows here for a minute, but our main topic, uh, and this is like it's real life stuff what we're going to talk about here. But at the end, I want to talk about like what do we really think is going on, right? Uh, and I think there's multiple aspects, but the the balloons, right? The the Chinese balloons flying into our airspace across the intercontinental U.S. smack dab into the middle of it. Um, and you know, we eventually shoot it down, but it chilled there for a few days. What the heck? The fact that it said eventually shoot it down, like people are like, when they said they were afraid it was going to fall on people. Okay. All right. I'm sure that's a factor, but I believe when we first found out about this, it was in Montana. Like, let's be real. Yeah. The chances of hitting someone in, in Montana, you have a better chance of hitting a cow in Montana than you do a person. <laughs> right. And I, I'm pretty sure. Listen, I don't know a whole lot of people live in Montana, but I'm pretty sure that they're OK with you shooting a Chinese spy down or spy balloon down out of the sky. So here's what's crazy. Do you know what it was floating near? 
in Montana. This is where it gets. Uh, well, it was, it was the nuclear silos, right? Nuclear silos. Yes. So where where we house because we can launch uh, inter- intercontinental ballistic missiles from the middle of our country. We have we are one of the only countries that have the range to meet most of our enemies if necessary. Um, which is why we always start tripping when other countries start testing their their propulsion systems because we're over here and we can we can unleash not to mention nuclear submarines all throughout the oceans that we have but we can launch right and we house them in the middle of the country for the very reason that if our sides of our countries were to be attacked we have the capabilities to launch if necessary um yeah <laughs> so but I, I i guess my question is is here's 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 the news report Still yet to be determined what was what the balloons were carrying. Really? So you shot this thing down. You popped the balloon. It didn't like it didn't. There's video of it. Did you see it? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. But we don't know what. Like well, they keep calling it Chinese surveillance balloon, but but then they turn around and say we don't know if it had cameras. You know, there's not any reports that are coming out saying what was on the balloon. I don't know. Like, okay. What, okay. What do you think? What do we think? I have, my initial thought is, I, I don't know. I can't speculate. I'm sure it was satellites and whatnot, because I believe the photo was, it's not as clear, very clear, but it sounds like it was just a big, you know, stuff like we would, I think it's, people were saying it's similar to what was been flown over the top of Antarctica to like look at different areas, but the big white balloon carrying almost a satellite. It almost looked like a satellite in the picture. Now it's hard to tell. Sort of. Yeah. But I gotta, I gotta ask. Of all things, why would we pick a? Why would they pick a balloon? <laughs> right. I was telling Julia. I said to pick a balloon, something that is obviously seen. Right. It, it's it's not very stealthy. It's not like maybe it is. Maybe I'm maybe I'm misunderstanding it. But I told Julia. I said it's almost as if this is all being done in a way to provoke something. So okay, and let's talk about radar for a second. Had it been flying low, then yes, it would have been flying what's called below the deck, which means radar wouldn't have picked it up. Right. Right. However, this thing supposedly was up there at almost 30,000 feet, I believe. Yeah. And so, it came from Canada. So you're telling me Canada didn't see it? Yeah. Like how, did, how did this thing fly into our country at that height? You tell me we didn't pick it up? No, we picked it up. I can guarantee you, and we did nothing about it. We let it fly all the way in, come into the middle of our country, above where we house nuclear weapons, our countries, you know, nuclear silos and we did nothing about it until not until it became a big media frenzy i mean 100 people started freaking out and not freaking out but people started going enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at bet mgm sign up using code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with bet mgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with bet mgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever remember to use code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. 
by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Why is this thing still in the sky? And then all of a sudden, it's like the next day, you see, you see that they were shooting it down. And I'm just like, how much bullcrap is that? Like, let's just be real. You don't do anything until this thing is complained about like the first thing that here's the deal we shouldn't have even known about this spy balloon until it was shot down out of the sky yeah like I, if i was to wake like, up look on twitter and go there was a spy balloon over the top of missouri or montana was shot out of the sky this morning boom that's what i want to see yeah but first off it shouldn't have made it that far but once we've identified what it is we took no pause we took that thing out of the sky but but so I told Julia, so there's more to this than that, right? It's only like it, 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 to me, it looks like something. It looks like they're trying to provoke something, to provoke a reaction, to cause something. I don't know what that is just yet. But I mean, we're at, we're not at war with Ukraine or with the Ukraine Russia thing. We're involved. We're sending tanks now. But I'm wondering if because they feel us being stretched thin, giving them military, you know, stuff. If this is more pro provocation as far as the Taiwanese stuff and them trying to do the Taiwan, I don't know. I really don't know. It could just be just natural spying. They're just trying to spy and see what we have. Um, but I promise, like, when was the last time something like this happened? Like, I don't know. But I, we, we shouldn't have stuff like this in our airspace. Here's some crazy information that I did not know because this is all coming out now with uh, different reportings and whatnot. So apparently 15 years ago, the... Chinese were actually able to steal the designs of the F-35, enabling them to create um, it, within their own Air Force to develop a lookalike stealth fighter. So mm. 15 years ago, they stole plans for the F-35. Well, well, that's fantastic. So, like, I know we're not trying to go to war with the Chinese. We're not. I, I get it. Like, there, there's always constant communication with them. For the same, you know, same reason we don't mess with Taiwan. Um, we try to protect Taiwan to the best of our abilities, but we don't mess with them because China and Taiwan have issues, right? Because Taiwan's its own little little country. Um, so we, we, we try to be diplomatic, but at what point do we say, okay, you, you flew into our airspace, you flew, huh? and then you, and you come yeah. in, and we left you unchecked. Why? Why did the, our current administration, I don't care, Republican, Democrat, I don't care who you are out there. If you're listening, whether you, you could be the most liberal person in the place of the planet, I don't care. Think about this for one second. 
we are a safe country because we protect our country at the end of the end of story. So why is anybody okay with any administration not protecting our country and allowing this thing to fly into our country? Like we should have, right. we should have checked it. Had it been a fighter plane with bombs on it, we would have checked it 20 miles off the coast. We would have said, Hey, you're entering our airspace. Turn around or we're going to take you out. I, I, again, unmanned. Once you've identified it's an unmanned aircraft, you take it down. You take it down. You don't yeah. give them a chance. They're in our airspace. Right. We, and never, and never. What if it had a weapon on it? Uh, exactly. What, what, what if it had a weapon on it? What if it had a nuclear bomb on it? Right? right? Like, are you kidding me? You're, right? you're like, flying it over states that have some of our, our, our con- control some of our highest volumes of agricultural agriculture, and it could have just dropped sent nuclear waste by the way if you detonate a nuclear bomb at certain at certain heights it has a bigger effect with its nuclear cloud this thing was flying at thirty thousand feet why did we allow it to come into our airspace that is what is boggling me since i've been reading about this thing i don't understand what 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 is the key here like uh i but the Biden administration will not speak on it they keep like i've watched two press conferences and what's that? What's that House Speaker lady? What's her name? Uh, or not House Speaker? The uh, oh, oh, not Jen uh, It's a new one. Yeah, a John something Pierre Jean. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Like she just talks in circles. Like nothing. she's terrible. She's oh terrible. Oh my gosh. Oh god, she's terrible. <laughs> I think that the frustrating part, and I think this is where people get frustrated, is first off, it's a sense of security. It never Huge. in our in our history have we ever not had if somebody was on our soil or near our soil or airspace we have to show aggression. Next, we spend eight hundred billion dollars on national defense, and you're telling me that a that a balloon made it all the way to Missouri before we shot it down? <laughs> like, you're kidding me. So it's just like again, this is something that should should be. Oh, it looks like somebody was able to actually get a good photograph of it. Yeah. So it it does look like a satellite. Yeah. It's a this is a, this is from Twitter. It says an actual uh somebody did it with a, with a sat not a satellite but a um, telescope camera. So and, they're so they're just sending pictures. Is our thoughts? Uh, well, uh no, I don't know, but like I mean, maybe they're trying to hijack transmissions. Uh, I mean, it's low atmosphere, right? So or not low atmosphere, but it is lower atmosphere at thirty thousand square feet or uh, thirty thousand feet. Um, yeah. But that's that's the actual photograph somebody was able to take with a telescope, and it is a satellite essentially. It looks like it could have. I mean, it could be video. It could, satellite cameras are live, right? It's not just photos. That's but, big, uh, so the big white thing is the balloon, and that's what's that's connected the, to it. That's the balloon, and that's what's on the bottom of it. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's nuts. What? And you, and I don't know if you saw the trajectory of like this how, how it flew. This is somebody's backyard uh, telescope. Like, well, yeah. You mean to tell me I'm, we didn't see this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, for real, right? Um, did you see the trajectory? It actually went quite a ways. Here's no. the trajectory. Yeah, so it started in Montana, Montana. and all the way down to I think Missouri before they blew it up. Wow. If it were to go straight down, it'd have been in the middle of Texas, but it didn't go straight down. Well, they're not going to fly it over Texas because... You know. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, you'd have been shot down then. I'm just saying. You cross, you cross that border, you got problems. Um, man, I, I just don't, I don't understand. It makes... Here's, 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 here's my thought. Okay. This current administration, again, I, I'm not... I, I do not take a political stance, as most listeners know. We don't really try to do all that. We don't really care. Listen. Right wing... 
left wing. I know you do. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be biased here. Left wing, right wing. I'm going to be honest. It doesn't matter who's in the office. If you do not take a stance to protect our country at all means, right? So like the military, when they get sworn in, they are sworn in to protect us versus foreign and domestic. That is their swear, right? They well, swear that's that in, right? Commander in chief. That's the same thing for him. He's the leader of the army or the military. Exactly. He is the commander in chief. That is correct. Yes. So his part of his swear, same concept. So how is this not a threat to our safety as a country? And even worse, just hear me out. What does this say to other countries? Because this is now all over the media. You can't tell me that the rest of the world doesn't know that this is tripping off, right? At the end of the day, what does this say about our current leadership? And how do they now view us as a, like, a, a, defensively? Like, do they look at us and go, oh, okay, well, hey, China was able to get in this big satellite. It could have been... Uh, oh, 100%. 100%. So now you've just opened it up to the world to go, oh, there's a vulnerability there. Right. We should have reacted to this instantly. The moment we knew, look, I mean, we knew the trajectory. We saw it when it hit Montana. Why did it, why did it not get addressed right then and there? And, and there is no line of trajectory when people like the moment it entered our country and we knew about it, which if you're looking at that line, that's insane. We're talking, you know, a few hundred miles from the border of Canada. The moment it entered our airspace, it should have been shot down. Okay, so maybe it takes a little bit of time to identify what it is. Who's it from? What do we suspect? It? But I, I don't care. Once you've attempted to co communicate with it, if it doesn't happen, you shoot it down. It's crazy. Well, and here's, here's, here is what uh, Brigadier General Patrick S. Ryder, um, who was the Pentagon spokesperson, said in the statement. And this is where it gets a little wonky. Instances of this kind of balloon activity have been observed previously over the past several years. We didn't know anything about it. Well, maybe we didn't need to because they shot it out of the sky. The problem is, is people started seeing this one, I'm, I'm assuming. Right? Because my guess is, if I understand correctly, I don't think it was the government that announced that there was a spy balloon. I believe it was people saying that they saw something and... The news reacted, and then, of course, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think the uh, who announced – I think it was the news, ABC News or something like that that announced, that announced it. Yeah. Well, and so hypothetically, if they've been doing this for years, um, and as uh, I think a Amy Zegert, who is part of the Hoover uh, Institution, made a comment stating, okay, well – if they've in fact been coming into our airspace before, is this comforting? And is this them just continuing to test us deeper and deeper and seeing how far they can go? No, China, right here, I'm just reading right now. This is confirmed like five hours ago. China confirmed ownership of the balloon, claiming it to be a <laughs> civilian airship used for research purposes that was blown off course by unexpected strong winds. Oh. And, and Biden just said, shoot it down. Like, he's, they're trying to see, they're trying to, I'm telling you, it's about. Pro provoke they're trying to provoke something they're trying to provoke i don't know if it's a war or whatever but china says that they are basically warning of further actions i don't know if you saw that that was the uh i don't know if it was a release or a twit or something like that but china said that because of this actions that further they're, they're they express further warnings uh, I'm so trying to see if I can find it they're they're threatening us because we took down a balloon with a satellite yeah. attached to it yeah. over our country Yep, China warns, of, China warns of necessary response after U.S. 
uh, shoots down suspected spy balloon. Yeah, oh. I'd oh, say so, bring so it. They're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, I, I ain't Cody, bro. I ain't uh, Cody. I feel you. I, feel I ain't you. folding. I ain't folding. I ain't laying down. Bring it. Nah. Yeah, like this is stupid. The problem is they won't do nothing. They won't yeah. do nothing. The only reason, the only reason that they would do anything is because we hesitated for a day. Yeah. They made it across five states before we shot it down. That's the so, only reason they would they would test it. So this is I, I'm I'm gonna predict something here. The Biden administration is going to bow down, publicly apologize. And there's going to be all of this stuff. Oh, and I, I get it. A I lot mean, of most people will be like, yeah, do that for for peace. But at the end of the day, they provoked us. Uh, high winds. You didn't know your balloon was off course. You didn't think to contact us and be like, hey, uh, by the way. But this balloon that we set out over the Pacific Ocean um, made it across into Canada and then down into your country. And we are sorry. Um, what, you know, what do we got to do? Like they didn't. Where's the contact from them? If you mean to tell me they didn't know this thing was off course, come on, that's just dumb. All right. And then the second we shoot it down, now it's oh well, it was a civilian balloon, and you you fired upon it, and now you know we may have repercussions for that. Right. What? What? But if we had sent a if 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 we had a civilian balloon going into their country, I can guarantee you it wouldn't have lasted long. It probably wouldn't even have made it across the border. Well, it shouldn't have, and I, w- no. I was expecting a lot, none less, right? If, if you're going to do countries. that, yeah. if we flew into a country with a jet, it'd be considered a, a provocation. That's what, one of the reasons why we haven't given jets to Ukraine, because we don't want to provoke more, or uh, I, I wouldn't say more, but a, um, a world war, right? Because if we start giving jets or we start flying in, now we're provoking action that can cause a reaction, I'm sorry, flying a balloon above our sky. And, and here's the deal. If it was a, off di- a misdirection or it was flown off course, why didn't they contact us? Hey, that's we're not point. doing this that's... on purpose. It's civilians, and this is what's happening, right? And that's, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Exactly. Like, why? where was their communication with us until after we shot it down? It's insane to me. Insane. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I don't, uh, I mean, that's clearly, that looks like a space satellite in that picture though. That's great. It does look like a space satellite, right? Yeah. Like full. Yeah. So like, you got to ask yourself what all satellite. was transmitted before the, by the time we, we shut it down. Right. Like what actually, what did they get? What information did they send over? Like, well, I, I mean, it's crazy. now they know cause those, those nuclear silos are, you know, probably a radius of 50 miles out in all directions is guarded very well, right? So it's not like ground anything can get to it and see where the silos are, how many there are and all that. But then they send a balloon over it. Now they know. Right. They know how many we have. They know exactly where they're at. What? <laughs> Nobody sees a problem with this? <laughs> like, it's not nah, it's cool. They're not. Nah. No big yeah. deal. Uh, I mean, the, the Chinese, yeah, the U.S. attacked a Chinese civilian unmanned airspace by military force. However, the United States turned a deaf ear and insisted on indiscriminate the use of force on a civilian aircraft 
that was about to leave the United States airspace. It was not about to leave. It was in Missouri. It was in the middle of the stinking country after flying across half the country. Um, it's obviously overreacted to serious violation of the spirit of international law and international practice. That's what Zisa or Zai or whatever his name is, uh, the president of uh, China. So now he's basically saying that you know it was an accidental thing and that they you know they're, they're, they there should have been safeguards, blah 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 blah. But you know now he's warning, basically saying that we've provoked something. And I told you this before it was shot down. I said I'm telling you they're trying to provoke something. They yeah. uh, at the end of the day, they, I think they wanted us to shoot at it. We we should have we should have shot at it instantly, instantly when it entered into airspace and we attempted to contact it and got no response. We should have shot it down. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just how it works. Um. Yeah. But it didn't. It didn't happen. And so I. I don't think it really mattered. I think no matter what happened, no matter how it went down, if we didn't, if we shot, if we didn't shoot out of the sky, shame on us. And by shooting out of the sky, they're going to go around the world saying shame on on us, and that the, now we've provoked something with them. Like I'm sorry, you're, you're on our soil. Like, go go screw yourself. Like really. But that's just because people have no comprehension. You know, no no understanding of what it takes to keep us where we're at as a military power, as a, like these people have grown so comfortable in their lives. They don't realize that it's, it's, you know, doing things like having to take these things down early, taking them protect, you know, so that people don't know our secrets. It's, it's things like that that keep us from having to worry about insurgencies and, you know, people breaking into our house with, with fully automatic rifles and, like there's countries around the world that live in fear daily because they do not have the protection or the defenses that we do. At the end of the day, if things like this happen and let's say they do get some of our secrets and, and now they've got a weak point in us or even worse, like you said, they're, they, they take this provoking stance and we're backing down as a superpower. Well, right. Well, you realize it's just weakening us as a country more and more. I I guess the guy that was over whoever's the president or whatever of uh, South Korea said any country that hasn't has its airspace violated, I think would have responded similarly. Mm. And I can only Mm. imagine what the reaction would be if China, if this was on the other end, 100% true. If we were to fly a jet or whatever device we have and go fly it over type of China to spy on them, which we may, I don't know. The response at some point is predicted. I'm sorry. If we if we as a country decided to fly a spy jet over the top of China, there is a measure of risk that we are taking, understanding that that thing is probably going to get shot down. Yeah, I mean, you can fly a kite over China; they'll blow it up. Let's be real. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. there's there's, there's there's movies about this behind enemy lines, right? When you fly ships into an area that is not yours, you have every right to be shot down. Um, so, anyways. And my guess is maybe there was a – I don't trust Biden and his administration, so I don't really know. But maybe there was an attempt to reach out to China to try to identify what this was, uh, and they just didn't like the response. And the fact that it just kept coming in further and further and further to the country, I mean, I'm sorry. You, you give I... them – my guess is they gave them a warning, told them to turn it around. They didn't happen, so they shot it down. It's not a curiosity. How did we know it was, it was Chinese? Well, because I'm, when the reports know. came out two days ago, that's what it said. They all said Chinese Look, air, Chinese air balloon over the uh, intercontinental U.S. So apparently, when I was looking through it, it just say that they they've been tracking four or five of these things globally, and that they've been flying kind of all over the place. Um, 
I'm assuming we have some form of technology to be able to identify things based on the technology that's on hand. I don't yeah. know that for sure. Uh, but the reality is China owned it. They're the ones that claimed ownership of it. Oh, so yeah, after the fact. They were, sure. able, to, they were able to 100% uh, confirm that it was a Chinese spacecraft. Or not spacecraft, uh, whatever aircraft. you call it. Aircraft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not sure how they were able to do that. So on the lighter side of things, before we, we close up, uh, it, it has given us a lot of satirical content, though, as, a, as you know, TikTok. Oh, the, meme, the memes else. have been great. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so good. Uh, um, I see. Telling you, was I'll jump in first. The one I was telling yeah, you yeah, earlier, yeah. right? Yes. I was like, I'm watching this a TikTok of a guy going, oh, they just shut down the spacecraft, and they show the clip of, like, the jet flying and shooting the missile and or the rocket and blowing the thing up. And then he goes to look down. He goes, oh, debris coming down by my house right now. And he looks down and... And like like a packet of, it's it's totally hysterical. But like a uh, Chinese food wrapper or box comes down and like rice falls out of it, a menu falls, a bunch of uh, fortune cookies fall on the ground. He's like, oh my god, all this stuff came from the Chinese spacecraft. And he grabs the he grabs the fortune and he, and he pulls it up and he reads it and he goes, I'm watching you. And I died. I'm like, this is hysterical. He <laughs> um, just I love people's sense of humor when it comes to this kind of stuff. Uh, I seen one where it blew up and it's similar. It's gonna they're all gonna be around Chinese food, right? But it's similar, it blew up and then it does this quick cut scene to like this Chinese box landing on somebody's front porch and uh then this like sogo marketing piece that says, you know, Chinese restaurants have now joined Uber Eats, right? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So you know, I, at least we can laugh, right? And but you know I mean we can. We can, yeah. I, I would hope that why not do it on a Chinese app like TikTok? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, which this is all a diversion. TikTok's really the, the the spying tool. Like everything else is just you know. Right. Yeah. Oh, look at this balloon over here! Don't worry about the videos you're playing on TikTok. That's watching your every move and seeing everything you're doing. Every, everything cool. getting uploaded, on, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, hopefully good the times. Chinese government doesn't cancel us, <laughs> along with Biden. Uh, we've been canceled. You know. We're not... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, right. well, I think that's a wrap. Chinese spy air balloons. That's crazy stuff. So, yeah, you guys figure it out. Anyways, Twisted World fan, we love you. We are out. Peace out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.